We believe that all men are created equal. The magnificent mosaic that is America. Radio Beacon to Radio Beacon. The United States has conducted an operation that killed Osama bin Laden. Abu Bakr al-Baghdadi is dead. The United States launched a targeted operation against that compound. They did a lot of shooting. <laughs> And they did a lot of blasting, even not going through the front door. You know, you think you go through the door. If you're a normal person, you say, knock, knock, may I come in? After a firefight, they killed Osama bin Laden and took custody of his body. He died like a dog. But his death does not mark the end of our effort. A beautiful dog. A dog. We give thanks for the men who carried out this operation. And I don't get any credit for this, but that's okay. I never do. And here we are. Oh my God. May God bless you. And may God bless the United States of America. And I'm writing a book. <laughs> and I wrote 12 books. All did very well. <laughs> a beautiful dog. <laughs> That's your guy, MAGA. That's that's your guy. Uh, he died like a dog, a beautiful dog. <laughs> they usually come to the door, knock, knock, who's there? All right, so, you know, we had to start with this because, you know, just as I was learning how to pronounce Ayman al-Zawahiri, <laughs> he's dead. No, I mean, I, we've been saying his name for 20-some-odd years now, for 20 years. Uh, and uh, now, you know, he, he's, he lived to be 71 stinking years old. And so we we launched some uh, drone strike. Uh, he was out on his balcony. Would you like uh, Hellfire with that coffee, sir? And uh, we just took him out with a drone. Now, you know, this this shows you a couple things, okay? One, what an idiot Trump is. Apparently, he had um, a chance to kill Ayman. You know, Ayman al-Zawahiri, I don't know if you remember his history, but he was part of the group that uh, pr uh, that that plotted the assassination of Anwar Sadat back in the day uh, when uh, they were making peace, you know, in uh, between Egypt and Israel. And the right-wing Israelis uh, took out um, our guy. Uh, uh, I always want to say it wrong. I mean, I always want to say it's like Menachem Begin or something, something wrong. I know uh, I'm a bad Jew. And then, uh, you know, Sadat was killed by the Muslim Brotherhood, right? Because the, the, the lunatic fringe on both sides of the peace deal didn't want the peace. And so um, this guy here, Ayman al here, he, he was jailed for his participation in that uh, assassination attempt. And then, you know, he when he was 15 years old, I don't know if you know this, when he was 15, he actually started like the Muslim Brotherhood. He called it some, something jihad. Since he's 15. 15 years old, he became a surgeon and, uh, you know, tended to Osama bin Laden. They became, oh, just wonderful friends. And he became the number two in Al-Qaeda, 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 which is uh, Arabic for the base, the base. <laughs> and, you know, um, he was uh, apparently hiding out in Pakistan like uh, Osama was for a really long time. You know, we got uh, Osama bin Laden in Pakistan. I think it was in Abbottabad. Pakistan uh, when the Navy SEALs uh, did their operation and took them out. 
This guy, Ayman Az- al-Zawahiri, he was, he was living in uh, Kabul. He was living in Afghanistan. Now, why this is important is three reasons, I think. First, it shows that the uh, Taliban <laughs> is hosting al-Qaeda still to this minute, to this day, even though they said they would not if we left. And we left, and we lost 13 guys in the leaving, right? And, and, and the right-wing lunatic fringe, they didn't want to celebrate ending a 20-year dead-end war where, obviously, we didn't even need to be there because, see, we were able to take out Ayman al-Zawahiri as he was out on his balcony in Kabul, Afghanistan, having a cup of tea. So we didn't really need to be there. So that's number one. But uh, the, the other interesting part about it is that uh, Trump had a chance to get Ayman al-Zawahiri, but he didn't want him because he said he didn't recognize his name. He wanted somebody with the last name bin Laden or Baghdadi. You know, he wanted somebody, uh, you know, that he knew his name. So I believe that uh, we took out Hamza bin Laden, who was uh, Osama bin Laden's son. That's who, uh, you know, Trump went after and uh, killed him. <laughs> so... But the other thing that's really important is to show that we didn't even need to be there, that our intelligence uh, operations are so uh, complete and so reliable that we can do what Biden promised we could do if we left Afghanistan. And that was something called over-the-horizon operations, which means you don't have to be in-country to get the proper intel on a person that you've been hunting for 20 years, you can leave the country and still get the intel, pinpoint this guy, follow him around with drones, get his uh, pattern of life, meaning what does he do every day, where does he go, what does he do, who does he see, and then uh, you know track him and make sure that he's uh, you know regimented enough to you know know that in the morning he's going to go out on his balcony, he's going to have a cup of tea, and then. You can send a Hellfire missile right through his window, which is what we did, which is what we did. So, you know, last night uh, Biden was on the TV uh, announcing this. When I ended our military mission in Afghanistan almost a year ago, I made the decision that after 20 years of war, the United States no longer needed thousands of boots on the ground in Afghanistan to protect America from terrorists who seek to do us harm. And I made a promise to the American people that we continue to conduct effective counterterrorism operations in Afghanistan and beyond. We've done just that. In February, our forces conducted a daring mission in Syria that eliminated the Emir of ISIS. Last month, we took out another key ISIS leader. Now we have eliminated the Emir of Al-Qaeda. He will never again, never again, allow Afghanistan to become a terrorist safe haven because he is gone and we're going to make sure that nothing else happens. You know, it can't be a launching pad against the United States. We're going to see to it that won't happen. This operation is a clear demonstration that we will, we can, and we'll always make good on the solemn pledge. My administration will continue to vigilantly monitor and address threats from al-Qaeda, no matter where they emanate from. Qaeda. It's Qaeda, everybody. Um, but, you know, <laughs> Brett was reminding me before the show that uh, when Joe Manchin joined the Democrats in voting for what is essentially Build Back Better without anything for children, right? 
that Kennedy said something went on with Manchin, something went on because there's no coincidences in Washington. There just aren't any coincidences. And, and for people who watch, um, you know, the leader of the white supremacist movie, the uh, master race, the, the, the face of the master race is Steve Bannon. <laughs> Help the master race, because if Steve Bannon is what it looks like, who needs it, who wants it, who has to have it? Nobody. But uh, he he was saying that um, there are no coincidences in D.C. And Bannon sits in front of, well, he sits in front of a picture of Jesus, a very Catholic Jesus. And then on the other side, he's got this uh, poster that says there are no, co- there, there's no conspiracies uh, and there's no coincidences, right? So if that's the truth, do you think, I don't know. I mean, not that anybody's going to care about Ayman al-Zawahiri, even though he was top of mind for all of us who lived through 9-11, who actually lived through it. And remember waking up on that Tuesday morning, who remember everything about it, and remember Osama bin Laden, and remember Ayman al-Zawahiri was his number two, and remember, you know, uh, Masood, the, the, the lion of the Panjshir Valley, who was the, the, the person who was the, the enemy of al-Qaeda in Afghanistan. I don't know. Okay. But if there are no coincidences and Donald Trump got on the TV defending that he's taking Saudi blood money by saying, you're so closely associated with the city of New York. You of all people understand the passion surrounding 9-11. What do you say to those family members who protested earlier this week and will be doing so again on Friday? Well, nobody's gotten to the bottom of 9-11, unfortunately, and they should have, as to the maniacs that did that horrible thing to our city, to our country, to the world. So nobody's really been there, but I can tell you that uh, there are a lot of really great people that are out here today, and we're going to have a lot of fun. So... He just said nobody knows who did 9-11 in order to cover up the fact that he's taking Saudi blood money to make it okay to take Saudi blood money when, obviously, 15 of the 19 hijackers were Saudis and Osama bin Laden was a Saudi. And we all know that we got an intelligence report that said that the Saudis were responsible for knocking down the World Trade Center. Is that why we went after Ivan?